Peace Truth Tribe. If you are already a part of our tribe, be a Truth Tribe public or Truth Tribe private. If you are not a part of the tribe, welcome. I'm author, counselor, and coach Zara Hairston, helping you remember that love doesn't lie or expect you to live one. Why? Because we are not to be a fool for love. Nope. Love is wisdom and that wisdom is so healing. So over here, we do not love toxic people the same way we do healthy people. If you agree, consider joining Truth Tribe at ZaraHarrison.com slash Truth Tribe Connect. Or you can look in the video description for the link. And I know I haven't been live in a while. I've had some pretty life-changing events occur recently. And so I have content that has been dripping out. But behind the scenes, I've been really working through some really hard, hard things. Um, But I was sitting at my desk like I am right now earlier today. And I was looking outside. I actually have a little bit of an ocean view. And it's so beautiful. And um, I was planning content. Well, actually, I already planned my content for April. But I was planning to shoot some content for April. And then I thought about Peta and Zemi. And I was like... I want to read this to um, Truth Tribe because my husband the other day, he was like, um, I was reading him episode five um, for Peter and Zimmy. If you don't know what Peter and Zimmy is, I'm, I'm about to tell you in a minute. But I was reading this to him because I wrote episode five um, recently and I wanted to just share it with him. And he was just like, it's so different when you read it to me. Like, I love your writing, but when you read it to me, it's just hearing how you read it. I just love it. And I was like, man, I wish that people could also hear me read, you know, Peter and Zimmy um, as well. And I said, what about if I just do that? So today I want to read this to you. Um, episodes one, two, and three. There are five episodes up there currently. Um but I was like, yeah, I want to share this with you. And I, I have a question. I want to know from you, leave a comment over there on the actual story and tell me if all these odds are stacked against. So first of all, do you even think there are a lot of odds stacked against them? Or is this like a typical uh, experience for couples of color? And then how do you think they will actually get out of what they're in? I would love to know what you think but not over here, leave a review over on the story and I will give you the information when I'm done reading to you. But I really want you all to consider reading this because it's not just about fiction. I think that a lot of times when it comes to self-care, we don't think about small things we can do that don't cost us much. And I think reading is one of those things that you can do to help your self-care. And you know, I'm all about like promoting your self-care and your emotional wellness and choosing the right kinds of books. So I really encourage you to always have at least one book about finances that you're always reading, at least one book about business. Um, Even if you don't, desire to have your own business, just learning what it's 
like to have entrepreneurial skills because I truly believe, especially the woman in Proverbs, while she's a woman and a wife and she plays all these different roles, her entrepreneurial skills is on point. And so I think as women, we should know um, just some basic business skills. So again, a book on money, a book on finances, and then I think a book just on emotional wellness, like something that helps you improve yourself, your personal growth, your mindset, your spiritual health. And then finally, a book that is fiction, something that you can read and just go into somebody else's world for a little bit, because I think we consume ourselves with day-to-day problems and issues and whether it's mundane or it's overwhelmed, whether it is boring or it's complicated, um, we sometimes can just rehearse the same thing over and over again. And I think when you read fiction, it helps you go into another place. And then when you close that book, you look at the place that you're in just a little bit differently. You should see, do it and try it. So that's why I don't think I'll ever stop writing fiction. Like I write um, nonfiction a lot. Um, All of my content, I write it. And all the content on our other channels, I write it. Um, But fiction is like a a love of mine. Like I really love writing fiction because I like creating a voice and a character that doesn't exist who actually can help people see things they couldn't see in their real life. And this person is just an imagined person. It's just like something I created and it can actually help and inspire people. And I think the story with Peter and Zemi that I'm writing over on Amazon, it's an episodic story. So um, you can read these episodes as they come out and follow along on their journey. And it's about hard choices. It's about toxic love. It's about... um, relationships that are strained even though you love this person it's about how do I talk to you when we speak two different languages and I'm not even sure if I even want to learn another language because life is already so complicated um the odds are really stacked high in their lives just like it is in our lives And I think that when you read these characters' stories, how they respond, it causes you to self-evaluate and it causes you to look at some of the choices that they're making and not make them or look at some of the choices they are making that produce fruit and copy that. And so that's one of the things I really love about fiction is I can slip those lessons in there, um, whether they are seemingly good or positive Um, I'm sorry negative or positive so without further ado I'm going to read episode one episode two and episode three they are pretty short so I shouldn't be on here too long and um if you have any questions you can leave them in the comment section of the this video I might ask a few answer a few questions in the live if you want to leave a comment in the live if I have time um because I have content that I need to shoot for April like I need to get to it but if I have time I will do that otherwise you can just leave a comment um if you watch the playback or after the video in the the standard comment section and also 
the link to PETA and Zemi will be in the description and you can go over there and um, subscribe to that story so that you can start reading the episodes as they drip out and see what happens. All right, some of y'all have already read this. Thank you so much for those of you have left who have left a review or a like or shared it or are loving the story. All right, episode one of Peter and Zemi by me, Zara Harrison. Meet Zemi. Abort the baby? I couldn't believe this girl. It was always something with her, like a bad day that keeps getting worse. Peter, what do you mean you're aborting our baby? Grabbing my suit jacket from the coat hook behind my desk, cell phone to my ear in the other hand, I bolted from my leather office chair. Part of me was relieved, but I could never let her know that, let alone myself. I probably acted like I cared way more than I did. While Peter was wife material, she also came at a cost most brothers could barely afford. And I'm not talking about money either. She required a high level of intellect and maturity. A boy pretending to be a man could only enjoy her physical, but would tire of the rest of her prematurely. As far as I went with her, she often benefited from the valor of wisdom passed down from my grandfather to me. I just got to take a lot of his credit. Most dudes from where we came from didn't have a daddy, let alone a grandfather. So that's where I was set apart. Even though my pop was a crackhead, his pops was the explanation of manhood and he raised me for him. My grandfather wasn't the reason for my father's addiction either because I know people tend to blame absolutely everything on the parents, but my granddad is too noble for me to allow anyone to pass that off on him like that. It was just a time where my pop's generation was only ordained to end up using. Messaging about drugs today wasn't the same before people even knew the power of a drug. Doing music and living a creative lifestyle made it inevitable, you know? He ended up dying from an OD, my pop. My grandpops, he was still there to drop wisdom on me where proper insight hadn't developed from ignorance like it was supposed to. I came to know it as scarce. That asset hidden within his particular kind of wisdom only found in generations before my time. Now all the old heads ain't wise, but again, my grandpops, he's like that hard to find kind. Peter, as crazy as she could drive me, was that type too, hard to find. So aborting our baby was not only out of question, it wasn't sound, and Peter was anything but unsound. That meant it was default for me to call grandpops on this. At the same time, I didn't want to get off the phone with Peter and she makes such a hasty move. Peter, can you just meet me at our spot? I left work. I'm pulling out the parking garage right now. I can meet you there in 15. Zemi, I'm already at the free clinic. The free clinic? Peter, what is wrong with you? She had health insurance, so I was really disturbed. She didn't do drugs, so she couldn't be on something, but she was acting like it. I didn't know what to do with this girl sometimes. Leave the clinic now. I thought I'd try to dominate her into my way, even though it never worked before. And meet me at our spot. No, Zemi, I'm getting an abortion. Oh my, yo, Peter, for real, I'm re- Hello? Peter, hello? My phone was on the lock screen. Before Instinct tapped her name again in the call history, 
I noticed my grandpa's name a few contacts down. I couldn't figure out if I should call Peter to stop her or call grandpa's to figure out the best way to help her. And that is episode one. Let me read episode two. Episode two is Meet Peter. And again, you can get this story when you go to Amazon to follow it. And the link is in the description, but I'm going to finish reading. Okay, episode two, Meet Peter. You would think people would think I'd heard all of the corny jokes there were about my name. Hey, Peter Chips, what did Mr. and Mrs. Peter Bread make? You, ah, childhood classmates would provoke. Or the worst yet was how people reacted to the byline on my sports articles. Some had nerve enough to actually comment, that write-up was dead on, but what's a Peter check? That's my name, dummy, I would think to myself, scrolling for feedback. A lot of journalists wish people noticed the name attached to their masterpiece, but in reality, only avid readers paid attention to that kind of thing. Except when it came to my name, of course. Even amateur perusers wouldn't miss it. My mom said she named me Peter, so I would stand out on paper. Job hunting was like a cryptogram for her, and she'd blamed it all on her name. Alice Smith was so common, she excessed. It never caught the attention of the attention of hiring managers. I always wondered how she came up with such a zany theory, but that was my mom, always suspecting We found out later she was schizophrenic and it was the craziest thing to find out about her mental illness. You ever grow up thinking something is normal for everybody, but it was only you? Well, I'll tell you one thing, you question your entire existence. Even your very own personal reality becomes suspicious. On top of all that, like that's not already enough, no daddy. Bozy check, my sperm donor was a 21-year-old college basketball star who believed he was foreordained to be an NBA player when they got my mom's diagnosis. He said my mom was the kind of brick house he couldn't refuse as his arm piece, but a schizo fiancé and tag-along toddler weren't part of the plan. He broke off their two-year cubic zirconia of an engagement right then. His mom convinced his dad to kick me and my mom out, and we ended up moving to Brooklyn with my great-aunt. As for Mr. Bosey, he made it just like he said he would. I saw him all the time on television growing up. My fiance, Zemi, said Bosey was why I wanted to be a sports writer, to somehow get close to him. I always made Zemi feel like he was mistaken, but I think my heart knew it too. My head just had no territory to place the scathing of that truth. Zemi was right about a lot of things, actually. I realized that as I wrote a fake name across the top of the free clinic paperwork for the abortion I was planning, my mom would have been right about my name on this kind of document. That's why I got a fake ID and was filling out, filling it out with all kinds of false information. What would people think about me if they knew I had committed manslaughter against my own blood? Those same byline haters would undoubtedly make a joke about pita sandwiches and baby murder. TMZ would somehow get tipped off and be the first to discover the famous all-star player Bozy Check had a long-lost daughter who was killing his grandbaby. I refused to be exposed about something so privy. My mind was convinced. Only thing testing it 
with Zimmy. I knew I shouldn't have told him until after I got it done. He kept calling me like I was the one about to be killed. Picking up the phone would only distract me, so I just blocked his number temporarily. Dawn Rogers, Dawn Rogers, Dawn Rogers, the stomach hanging black woman with outgrown perm and attitude on her face yelled. Oh snap, I realized that's me. And that is episode two. And now I'm going to read you episode three. And that will be it for me today. Episode three is titled The Meetup Spot. Again, this is a urban fiction story I'm writing over on Amazon. And it is episodic. The link is in the description if you want to continue the story. Episode three, The Meetup Spot. Rain wasn't in the forecast, but the high 80s seemed like it was turning hastily. Peter dipped into Penn Station, New York on the main escalator, stretched long like an amusement park-sized roller coaster. It registered that any other time, it sped way too slow to trigger a drop sensation in her gut. She heard thunder roll behind her thoughts, swallowed hard, noticing her throat was sore when Zimmy came into view midway down. He sat at their table, in their favorite organic sandwich shop, turning his wrists like it was on auto-twist. His phone went from face down to face up. She knew he was anxious over whether she'd text to cancel. At the second thunder roll, Zemi looked up to check the sky beyond the station exit, but caught eyes with Peter. His wrist stopped. The phone slipped on the table, tap dancing. He waved cool, like he wasn't getting hot all of a sudden. Peter grabbed her neck with one hand. Her throat felt more inflamed and waved back stoically with the other. Gliding off the last step, she cut a sharp left into the shop and wasted no time. No disrespect, but you're a glorified receptionist and I'm in between careers. How are we providing for a baby and securing our future at the same time? Tell me, I would love to know. Zimmy, grateful to finally see her, fell victim to contention. Don't do that, Peter. Take jobs at take jabs at my job. At least I got one. Oh, really? That's what we're doing. I wasn't trying to take jabs at you. I clearly told you no disrespect up front. I was only trying to make a point that your role doesn't provide the kind of salary your title alludes, but you clearly are taking jabs at me. Peter took her hands off the table and turned her head away. She whispered under her breath, shoot, telling me not to do the very thing you're doing to me. Pfft, hypocrite. What? Zimmy questioned, composed but firm. Nothing. Zimmy continued as if he'd heard her for sure. Always assuming and making me out to be something I'm not. I'm not no weak little boy that got to kill your confidence to save minds. I just want you to see that a lot of black men are unemployed. I'm just thankful I'm not one of them. Nobody's insinuating anything about you being unemployed right now. Space interrupted him. Peter tried not to turn her body back towards Zimmy. She thought to herself, I'm freelancing until I land a gig and I get a thousand bucks off some of my pieces. He got some nerve trying to act like that's not a job. That's not a jab. He picked back up again. I know that's temporary. To me, you the kind of woman that's the CEO. You ain't designed to be an employee anyway. That's just your training ground to know how to treat the ones you'll have. 
But I digress because we ain't on that right now. And I really wish you would sit down and look at me. Peter, unable to reserve her offense, went on. You know, some people think unemployed means you're without a job, but it actually means you're without work. I'm still freelancing in between, so I'm not unemployed. And you didn't hear nothing else I just said. Under his breath, Zimmy Blue, staying stuck on the parts that don't even matter. Peter whirled forward, leaning into his face to let loose. It matters to me. Dang, that's the part you don't get. Then kicked the chair in front of her all the way under the table, letting him know that now she definitely wouldn't be sitting. Zimmy's face scrunched until his forehead formed chunky wrinkles. Peter thwarted towards the open doors. Zimmy got up to go after her, and the part of his mind that had been groomed by his grandfather, his pride, however, persuaded him not to. While egoism argued with the wisdom of Zimmy's grandfather, Peter had reached the escalator and was halfway up. He stared at her from below. She froze at the top when out of nowhere, rain blew on her from the winds outside. Pride and grandfather's wisdom kept pressing on Zimmy. Man, you always going to be chasing her if you start now. Let her go. It's better to be alone than with the wrong person. You already chose Peter to be the one. If you really love her, you'll chase her until she can't run anymore. Nah, Zimmy, if she was the one, you wouldn't have to chase her. If she wanted to stay, she wouldn't be running. You got a chance to get out before it's really too late. Ask yourself if she's running from you or something that resembles pain and she feels the need to avoid it. There is a difference. Zimmy paused to consider Peter's history while keeping an eye on her placement. He wanted so bad to cover her from getting wet. She still had not moved. Remember that scripture she randomly thumbtacked next to her writing desk? The one she seems to get stuck staring at? She stopped reading scripture a long time ago. Then one pops up on her wall. Have you considered why? Thought to see what it said? Got a clue on what it might reveal about where her heart is? How can you care for a heart you don't seek to understand? It's things like that that men pay attention to. Those so-called little details. They're actually colossal giveaways that only a boy would foolishly overlook. Zimmy's eyes squinted, trying to remember the pop-up scripture wisdom hinted at. Man, let her go. She killed your baby without even asking what you wanted. She's not the kind of woman you think she is. All these women out here, you can get a better one with half the drama. Get out while you can. Pride kept interfering. Psalm 2710, that's it. That's the scripture. Zimmy's remembrance shouted. He pulled out his phone and searched Google. The scripture has something to do with being forsaken by parents. But Peter had her mom. Not in the way she wanted, but she was around. Not her dad, but he... Revelation stopped his reasoning short. Now conviction, now convicted of his pride, he got out from behind the table and ran up the escalator urgently. And that is episode three. So episode four and five is up there available now. Please go and look in the description of this video if you would like to read it as a part of your self-care regimen. 
I talked earlier about four different types, four or five different types of books that you just want to have on your nightstand or in your Kindle and fiction with one of them. Leah with the list. Love this great work. Thank you so much, Leah. I appreciate it. Um, so yeah, y'all can look in the description of this video and it'll give you the link to go and read Peter and Zemi's story. Can y'all please leave me a review and also like each episode. Like when you read the episode, there's a thumbs up at the end of it. Click the thumbs up and then also leave a review. If you go to the main page of the story and you just click where you see stars at for my actual story, it should, excuse me, it should take you to go ahead and write your own review. I know they kind of make it a little complicated and hard to figure out, but um, I would really like this story to grow and it can't grow if y'all don't show that you like it. Amazon's going to think you don't like it. So hopefully you will do that. Also, um, Truth Tribe Connect membership is new. Um, Safe Space is closed, but True Tribe Connect membership is a similar alternative that I think is really going to be awesome for y'all. Um, I have a video coming out for that soon. I don't know if I'm going to release it this week or next week. But um, True Tribe Connect membership is um, a way for you to work out your emotional wellness with partnership of other like-minded people who are seeking to do the same. And you will be in a group chat. You will have monthly wellness worksheets that I send out once a month, but they'll last you for the full month. The requirements for that is that you have to make contact at least once a week by text or voice note in the main group chat. You have to call someone by with audio or video call at least once a week in the group. And then you also have to partner with someone on at least one wellness exercise from the, the worksheet that I send out every month, um, one exercise a month. You have to find somebody in the group, reach out to them, send them a private message, say, hey, can we work on this together? And y'all have y'all time together and work on that. Um, it's like going to the gym, but for your heart, for your emotions. And you have the chance to partner up with people who have been pre-selected for you. So they're already a fit for the group you know how you might go to like a regular physical gym and you got to kind of trying to like figure out, you know, what is this person on? I don't really know. That part has already been done for you because we're making sure that we select people who are just at a certain emotional state already. Um, not that they have to be like totally perfect or healed because none of us are, but they have to have a certain uh, level of mindset um, before they're allowed in and we'll be able to discern that based on the applications that come in. And so the people in the group will pretty much be a fit for where you are. So if you don't get selected again, just like with safe space, it's not like that you're a tober person. It's just that you don't necessarily fit with the group at large or the function of the purpose of the group, which is not for counseling or therapy. It's not like if you're in, um, you know, a really serious issue and you feel like you just need support, you want to talk to somebody, you just feel alone. It is for that. But if you have some really serious things going on, this group wouldn't really be for you. You need to fix those things 
and then you can be in this kind of group. This is more of a like a maintenance group. Like if you would go to the gym, you're just maintaining your weight. You're making sure that you're keeping yourself fit. If you were in the physical gym, this is a ma- emotional wellness maintenance. It's not to fix a trauma or heal a trauma. That's not, that can't happen in this kind of a setting. That's a lot of work. Um, so if this is something that you are interested in for True Tribe Connect, the link is in the description of this video as well. And um, the rooms, there will be a main group. And then there will also be um, like, what do you call them? I don't want to call them segments. Um, Within the main group, there will be smaller groups uh, based on personality type. So the people that are selected, they will take um, an assessment to see what their personality is. And then you'll be... Um, you'll know what your color is. And then there are different groups within the main group where you can go to also the room with your color. So that way, when you work on a wellness worksheet, so you want to work with somebody who's more like you, that has a, a, per, a personality that's more similar to yours, you might go in that those subgroups and find someone who fits the same color as you. Because um, anybody that's in there, that's the color that they are, Right. And so you can say, hey, you know, whatever, I'm purple or, you know, you go in the silver room or the green room or orange room. Those people already are a lot like you. Um, Their dominant traits or their primary traits are a lot like you. So it'll be a lot easier for you to work on your exercise with them. But then you also need to talk in the main group with people who may not be as similar to you, but they can help you grow and stretch in areas where you both are different. So I'm really excited about the True Tribe Connect membership. The only difference with the True Tribe Connect is that there's no study hall, like safe space. There is no um, monthly session with me, group session with me, like safe space. It's just you all. I am connecting you and then giving you your wellness worksheet exercises for the month and then holding you accountable to the requirement of talking in the main group at least once a week, reaching out to someone by audio call or video call at least once a week, and then reaching out and partnering on an actual exercise from the wellness worksheet with somebody from inside of the group at least once a month. Um, And then again, all the hard work of putting the right types of people in the group has been done for you. Um, we're going to do, do a good job at discerning who's a good fit. You know, if, if people got too, too much going on this, like, again, this is not the group for you. You need to focus on fixing that, watching healing pain with Proverbs, doing the truth tribe challenge, watching my videos, watching the narcissistic series, getting, getting some things in order. Um, if you are feeling overwhelmed and you're all, always depressed, if you are like in a situation where you're crying every day, where you have like high levels of anxiety all of the time, your nervous system is jacked. This group is, would be a great support, but it's not going to solve that. You need to solve those things by watching the rest of my content and taking away the tips, getting you a personal coach or a counselor and helping you work through those things. True Child Connect membership is not going to solve that. It is going to help you maintain your emotional wellness, not fix something if you haven't already resolved it. Um, now, I can definitely um, support you through hard things. But the point that I'm making is you don't go to the gym 
to get your leg, a broken leg fixed, right? You go to the hospital. So the gym and the hospital is two different things. If you go to the gym thinking the gym is going to repair your broken leg, you in the wrong place. So that's similar to what it is. You go to the gym to get fit, to stay maintained, you know, uh, support new habits. But you go to the doctor to get the thing fixed or healed or like restored. You know what I'm saying? So while there are elements of healing and True Tribe Connect membership, it's not going to solve um, complicated stressful, overwhelming problems or trauma. So reconsider it if you're thinking about that. Um, but yes, I hope you enjoy Peter and Zimmy. Um, me reading episode one, episode two, and episode three. And um, I think that's all I had to say, right? Is that all I had to say? Let me think. I think it is. Um, I have some other announcements coming up soon. Um, I just didn't plan on doing this live today. So I, I need to sit and think through some of the things that I'm going to say before I say them. But I do have some announcements because I'm going to be pivoting my content and my channel soon. Um, the heart of it will remain the same, but I am going to be uh, changing some things up. And I want to let Truth Tribe know because, you know, y'all Truth Tribe is... I do most of this for y'all anyway. So um, I think it's important that you know. But anyway, what did you find helpful about this video? Leave a comment and let me know. Click the links in the description for more information about Peter and Zimmy and True Tribe Connect membership, which is brand new. Um, I did True Tribe Connect membership because I needed an alternative for safe space. There are still people that wanted to work on their emotional care and their wellness and partner up with people in doing that. And I didn't want to just leave people with nothing because I couldn't select them. And I was like, man, what can I do? And so I came up with True Tribe Connect membership. Um, and again, you can go to zaraharrison.com slash True Tribe Connect and um, it'll give you that information. And the link is in the description as well um, for that. Other than that, I think, I feel like it's something else I'm supposed to say, but I can't remember right now because I need to go and shoot this content for April and my mind is like already there now. But thank y'all for listening today. I hope that um, you learned something from Peter and Zemi's story and that you will also go and read it and become a true, submit your information um, for consideration for the True Tribe Connect membership. All right. Peace, Truth Tribe, and to everybody else, thank you for watching. They always told me love's supposed to suffer long. I looked it up in the lexicon. It said that suffering actually means the act of being patient. Have I been patient with you? And who is to decide when long is long enough? And what do I do when I feel I've had enough?